Can the church say amen? Are you going on today? No matter what comes, should opposition come, it should say when opposition comes. And foes obstruct my way. In other words, things getting cluttered in the aisles along the way, but I'm going on. Not until stuff get in the way, but until the final triumph, until I win the fight, until God says it's all over. Praise the Lord. I'm going on. That's what I'm going to do, saints. I mean to go right on. Until the, the crown is won. I'm going to fight the fight of faith. I'm not going to throw the crown down early, but I'm going to fight all the way until life on earth is done. I'm never going to turn around. People can leave me discard my, my, my progress but I'm going to go all the way unto the final triumph I'm going on praise the Lord hallelujah I thank God for that song today reminding us of what we have to do we can't give up early saints we're going to have to go all the way unto that final triumph what a blessing today we give glory to God in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's the one that called me into the ministry of the gospel, and I thank him for it. I bless his holy name. Give honor to Sister Williams, who led us in devotion today, and to Brother Carlton, who led us in song today, and to the musicians. And We just thank God for everyone here today, the ushers, and all of you who are present. We pray that what we have to share will be a blessing to you as we look again to the word of God. We're still on this theme and spiritually minded and I thank God for that. I pray that you've been blessed by it over the last few months and it's cultivating a mindset in us that we might do God's holy will. Let's look again at Isaiah 55 and we're going to begin reading at verse 6. When you find it, say amen. Isaiah, Isaiah 55 verses 6 through 9 and we're going to read it in your hearing in the New King James. It says, seek the Lord while... He may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. This morning for a New Testament passage of Scripture, I want us to look at Mark's Gospel again. Mark's Gospel, chapter 3, and we're just going to read verses 1 through 5. We're going to go through verse 8 in the message, but we're just going to read verses 1 through 5. Mark, chapter 3. We're going to read verses 1 through 5. When you find it, say amen. Mark chapter 3 and verse 1, we read, And he entered the synagogue again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Step forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil? To save life or to kill. But they kept silent. 
And when he had looked around at them in anger, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out and his hand was restored as whole as the other. This morning, we want to share with us briefly from the subject, spiritually minded to do the unexpected. Spiritually minded to do the unexpected. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you, Lord. We pause this morning to bless your holy name. For we have come to worship you. We have come to praise you. You are Jesus Christ the Lord. And we thank you for for your son, Jesus Christ, that came and died on the cross so that we might have life and have it to the full. We bless you, Lord. And now we come to share your word, Lord. We pray that we would, we would gain something from the message today that will help us to live lives that will give glory and honor to you. Now bless me, your servant, that I will share your word, that your people might hear and be blessed, and that, this word, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. Have your way in this service today. As already been said, may may the saints be edified and Satan be horrified and you, Lord, be glorified as we preach your word today. It was in the name of Jesus Christ, the saving name of Jesus, the highly exalted name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And every heart said, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Our subject today is spiritually minded to do the unexpected. We are all familiar with having certain expectations, especially when it comes to times of year. You know, every particular time of year, we expect certain things. Particularly today, we celebrate the 4th of July. Amen. It is Independence Day, a day that we celebrate the independence and the freedom we have as a nation. And today, this day, uh, I know it comes to certain expectations. You know, we some of us expect it to, to wear red, white and blue. Amen. Some expected to go home and be able to cook some steaks on the grill, some barbecue. Amen. Y'all wait a while. We'll get there. We'll get there. Some expected to see fireworks. After all the rain, it's good that it's a sunshiny day. Amen. What a blessing. So we thank God that, that he allowed us to have a beautiful day. And I know that when we looked at the calendar in January and we saw that July 4th was on a Sunday, some people may have been disappointed because they had certain expectations that to be free to do the sleep in a little late and to drag around the house and do certain things, but, or maybe have a day off. And I thank God that I still have tomorrow off. Amen. What a blessing to be able to, to have a holiday. But I want us to be reminded today that we can do the unexpected. Just because we looked at the calendar and it was the 4th of July, some people may have been disappointed. But I want you to know that the scripture said that today is the day that the Lord has made. And we should still rejoice and be glad in it. Though we had expectations to be free to hang around the house. It's good to come to the house of the Lord. To come and sing praises unto his holy name. Amen. To enjoy the saints of God and to hear the word of God. We've come to bless his holy name. And I know that as we think about this message and this this theme of being spiritually minded, I want us to begin to gather from all the messages today to know that in order to do God's will, we got to have the mind of God. We just can't go aimlessly through life and do just what our neighbors do and our friends do and expect the will of God to be done. 
And one of the things I've learned about God in my relationship with him over the years is that sometimes he does things out of the ordinary. He doesn't just allow things to just go monotonously through life. The same old, same old. But we need to understand that sometimes God does the unexpected. As we think about our Old Testament passages of Scripture, we see that God says that my ways are not your ways. He says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. In other words, sometimes God does things that are unexpected. Too many times as believers, we get in that ritual of, you know, getting up on Sunday, coming to church by 11, hearing a song, a few prayers, a a song, a few prayers and a message. And we go home and we think that that's all that Sunday morning should be. That's all the Christian life is all about. But I want us to have an expectancy that God will do some things that we've never seen before. That God can do things that we've never done before. Because God is God. He's sovereign. He has all power in his hand. He wants to use you and I to do his will right here in the earth. Right in the neighborhood where you live. Right in your home. Right in your family. Just because your father did this or that doesn't mean that you're limited to that. Just because your mother did certain things doesn't mean that that's all you're going to do. God expects us to do great and mighty things. He said, call to me and see that I will show you great and mighty things. God wants to do the unexpected in your life. He's challenging us to seek him while he may be found. Call upon him while, while you have, at the old saints, while the blood is running warm in your veins. Seek the Lord. Let him lead you and guide you in the path that he wants to take you. And he says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And too many of, 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 of people today are just religious because that's what their mom did. Or that's what their dad did. Or because it's the, the traditional thing to do is to get up on Sunday, be at church. But we need to come to worship God in spite of no matter what's going on. We need to come to worship him, knowing that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Today, our our subject is spiritually minded to do the unexpected. Let's look at our New Testament passages of Scripture today. And there are three things in this message today I want to think about. So we can be spiritually minded to do the unexpected. And we know that the Jewish religion, they expected one day for the Messiah to come. And they they had planned all of their history around the coming of the Messiah. They looked for him. They waited and expected him. And some are still waiting today because they did not expect him to look like he looked, to do what he did and to carry himself in the way that he did. And because of their, their lack of expectation, they missed the Lord's Christ. And I want to ask us today, are you ready to see the unexpected? Are you ready to see Jesus in his glory? 
Are you ready for him to do marvelous things in your lifetime? Because I, and I grew up in the church, in the, in the church of God, and I heard so many wonderful stories about how God used ministers and pastors and saints to do great and marvelous things. And I often wonder, you know, Lord, what are you going to do in my life? I want to see some great things. I want to see the sick raised. I want to see the dead raised. I want to I see marvelous things in my life. But too many times because we get in, in, in the habit of religion, we don't see God do marvelous things. As I look at this passage of scripture today, we see that Jesus was able to do things that no one expected. And the first thing in this passage of scripture in Mark's gospel is that we need to examine our expectations. In Mark 3, verses 1 and 2, it reads, and it says, and he entered the synagogue. In other words, he was on his way to church. And it says again, and a man was there who had a withered hand. So they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath day so that they might accuse him. The first thing I want to ask today is, what are your expectations? We need to examine our expectations. When we get up in the morning, we take a shower and we get dressed and we get our hair straightened out and everything and we own our way to church. What is our expectation? Do we expect to see the same old thing? Each and every time? Do we expect that something strange might happen? What is our expectation? And we see here that that he went to the synagogue again. In other words, it was something he, he normally did. He did it over and over again. But yet when he got there, there was something going on. And we find one of the most uh, influential people in all of society was there. It says they were there. And we wonder, you know, who they are. Sometimes we don't do things because, you know, we don't we wonder what they going to say or what they going to do or how they going to react. We always manage our lives by what they going to do. Who is they? What what are our we need to examine our spiritual expectations and we see that they came. Watching closely what Jesus was going to do. They came, they weren't thinking about truly worshiping God. They didn't come truly to to, to give praises unto his holy name. They came watching to see what Jesus was going to do. We need to examine our expectations. Don't just come expecting the same old, same old. That's just religion. That's tradition. We need to sometimes, as they say, step outside of the box and do something new. Allow God to move in the midst of his people and bring about the blessings that he has in store for us. But we see that they watched him closely, whether he would heal him on the Sabbath. The Sabbath day was a sacred day. And way back in the days of Moses, the law said that not to work on the Lord's day. And the only thing that you could do on the Lord's Day was to save somebody if they were dying. Otherwise, you were not supposed to do any work. You were supposed to come to truly worship God. And after all these generations had passed, I believe the Bible says it was for at least 40 and two generations. Years and years have passed, and they were, I'm sure they didn't mind doing just what their mom did and their dad did. 
the same way, the same time, without really thinking about what's going on. They didn't have any high expectations. And saints today at Shadydale, I want us to examine our spiritual expectations because there are things that God wants to happen in our midst. And if all we expect is what we've always done, then nothing will happen. I, I remember when I was in seminary, and I heard, you know, one of the, my professors say, the seven last words of the church is, we ain't never done it that way before. That usually stops all progress, all vision, everything that God is bringing in new, because we always say, well, we ain't never done it that way before. And then, then, then what can God do if he wants to do something new in your life? We need to examine our expectations. Let's look at Hebrews 11. And we need to understand that we need to have some higher expectations. Hebrews chapter 11. I'm just going to read verse 6. And it says, but without faith. It is impossible to please him. But he who comes to God must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What do you expect God to do? Do you need God to do anything in your life? Well, you go to him in prayer, go to him with an expectation that whatever I need, whatever it, it may not be normal. It may be something great. It may be something marvelous. It may be something that's very tragic that's happened in my life. And I need God to do something. You need to first believe that he is. And he is a reward of those who diligently seek him. What are you expecting from God? He'll give you what you need if you have faith to believe it. But if your faith is so wrapped up in what mom and dad did, then all you have is what they had. All you will do is what you've always seen. We need to examine our spiritual expectations. Some of the day is spiritually minded to do the unexpected. The second thing in this message today, we need to examine the obvious. We need to examine the obvious. Let's look again at Mark, four, Mark chapter 3. Look at verses 3 and 4. After the, the, they, they were ready to... To accuse him, it says in verse 3 and 4, and he said to the man who had the withered hand, step forward. And he said to them, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they kept silent. See, so many times we can see a need right in front of us. And because we always do what we've always done. Some things that are obvious go unfixed. Go without being, without the needs being met. And throughout reality, throughout our lives, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, we see that same thing happening all over our world today. We see the obvious needs right in front of us. And we almost as if we pass it by and not do anything. Our subject today is spiritually minded to do the unexpected. And so we see Jesus saying, you know, to this man with the withered hand, step forward. In other words, I need everybody to see what's going on and to see the need right in our midst. And Jesus may be saying that to you and I today. Step forward. 
Do you see what's going on right around you? Take, your, take, take the blinders off and take a look at what's going on. We need to examine the obvious. We don't need to take a long committee meeting or, uh, or say, we you know, maybe next year we'll get around to it. But really examine what's right in front of us that we can do. Because I often remind us that there are things we can't do, but there are things that we can do. Let's deal with what we can do and the things we can't do, we can't do anything about it until later. But if there's something that's obvious, that's right there, then there's something that you and I need to do about You do something about it. So Jesus said in verse 3, he said to the man who had the withered hand, step forward. And he said to them, he's talking to they now, they, they who always have something else to say. Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good? Or to do evil, to save life or to kill. And sometimes that's how simple life is. We need to look at the obvious and determine, you know, whether this is a problem we can fix or we can, something we can need, need to leave alone. And if it's something we can fix, let's do something about it. Because while they were standing there looking around, they, were, they saw the man with the withered hand. They saw that he needed, needed some help. But look what they did in verse 4. But they kept silent. My God. Look at our world today. You see families falling apart. Children not reading and writing. Children without guidance. Uh, All kinds of violence going on in our neighborhoods and communities. If someone would just look out the door. Sometimes that's all it would take to, to change someone's mind, to change someone's destiny. But it says that they kept silent. And I want to ask us today, are we spiritually minded to do something about what we didn't expect to do today? Did you already have your plan so set in stone that you couldn't? Shake a friend's hand. Say, hey, you know, I'm praying for you. I care about you. That's, that's all we really need to do. Instead of just standing there and allowing them to keep us silent. I want us to at least be able to do what we can do, saints. As a church, as individuals, as family members, as people who care about our neighbors and friends. Let's not allow they to keep us from doing what God is saying is right in front of our faces. It says in verse 4, but they kept silent. What a tragedy. To think that somebody's life could be helped, even if we couldn't do it all ourselves. Sometimes when one person steps forward, somebody else says, you know what? Let me help you do that. Because there are too many people who are just sitting silently. And the world in which you and I live in is falling apart. I'm not talking about Afghanistan and Iraq and all these other places. So many people want to go all the way around to the other side of the world to do something. When their own neighborhoods and their own families are falling apart and don't have enough mindset to say, Lord, give me what I need to help this person right here. 
We're talking about today being spiritually minded to do the unexpected. Let's look at 1 John chapter 3. God wants us, he wants to use us. He doesn't want us to just sit there silently. He wants to use us for his glory and his honor. 1 John chapter 3. Beginning at verse 16 and 17 says, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. We're talking about being spiritually minded to do the unexpected. And we need to examine what's obvious, what's right in front of us. So that we can be the hands and the feet and the ears of God. Making a difference in the world in which we live. We're talking about being spiritually minded to do the unexpected. The third thing and the last thing in this message today is when we are spiritually minded to do the unexpected, we experience healing and wholeness. We experience healing and wholeness. Let's look at Mark 3 again, verses 5, verses five through 8. And it says here, <clears throat> And when he had looked around at them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their hearts, he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and immediately plotted with the Herodians against him how they might destroy him. But Jesus withdrew himself with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him and from Judea and Jerusalem and Idumea and beyond the Jordan and those from Tyre and Sidon. A great multitude, when they heard how many things he was doing, came to him. When we think about this portion of the message today, I want us to realize how simple it is for us to make a difference in the world in which we live. Jesus said, beginning here, he said, he said to the man, after he looked around at them with anger, being grieved by the hardness of their heart. In other words, Jesus looked around, he got angry. Yes, Jesus, the son of God, the one Messiah, the prince of peace, the hope of all mankind. He got angry because the people around him, they was looking around and they didn't want to do nothing. And I wonder today, will you get mad at them for standing around and doing nothing? Will you just sit there and will you join them and, and allow Jesus as today be angry with you? Is Jesus angry with you and I because we're joining them, them, standing around doing nothing? It said Jesus got angry. He was angered by the hardness of their heart. Because they decided, well, it's the Sabbath day. I ain't got to do nothing. I already did my, my, my Christian duty. I came to church today. That's enough. That's a lot for me. Maybe it is. But all Jesus said to this man was to stretch out your hand. 
We don't see Jesus doing a whole lot of other things. He didn't kneel down and spit in the ground and make a whole ball of clay. And all. He didn't do all of that. He just said, stretch out your hand. And today, I wonder, will you stretch out your hand today and touch somebody's life? We're talking about today being spiritually minded to do the unexpected. And when he stretched out his hand, it says, and his hand was restored as whole as the other one. So in other words, he was mended. There was healing. And now he's whole again. Because he had a spiritual mind. Jesus had a spiritual mind to do the unexpected. He didn't join them. Who was, as, as I love what Sister Lewis said, the onlookers and the critics. There's too many of them in the world today. They criticize whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Don't matter who's president. There's a whole lot of onlookers and critics. Don't matter who's the mayor. There's a whole lot of onlookers and critics. But don't join them today. I'm challenging Shady Dale not to be a part of the they crowd. Let's join Jesus. And bring about healing and wholeness. We're talking today about being spiritually minded to do the unexpected. Let's look at Matthew chapter 5 as we close. And this is a very familiar passage of scripture. It says in Matthew 5, beginning at verse 14, it says, But you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. We're talking today about doing the unexpected. Doing something about what's going on in the world around you. Not just sitting on the sidelines and and just being silent. But allowing God to use your hands. To use your feet, to use your voice, so that the world can experience healing and wholeness. That's what we were talking about today. Being spiritually minded to do the unexpected. Let us stand.